All right, everybody, welcome to this week's Learning the Tropes. I'm Aaron. I'm Clayton. And I'm your romance novel veteran. And I'm the virgin. And we're your hosts. Hi, Clayton. Wow. So my, I feel like I'm not at my, uh, my uh, peak this morning because I slept through both my alarms. Yeah. I got a call from Aaron that woke me up somehow. I just knew I had that. Remember those time <laughs> life? Remember those time life commercials where across the country, the mom's hand burns. You know, feels hot when her daughter's hand burns. Do you remember that? No, I've never heard of that. All right. So some of the I'm sure there's people in the audience that remember those. But yeah. anyway, I woke up and I'm raring to go. <laughs> yeah, I know you slept through two alarms. I I hate that feeling more than anything. And I feel like it's the sort of thing where you then never feel quite right. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, For the rest of the day, you're like a little discombobulated. Although now that I only work from home, it's less of a big deal. <laughs> yes. Because, you know, I can you see can, my desk from my bed. You can hide the discombobul... The discob- <laughs> I can't even say <laughs> discombobulation. I'm so discombobulated. Ah. Um, I know. Now I have all kinds of tricks for, like, how to look like you're put together when you fully are not and wearing sweatpants. Oh, you should put together a TikTok. Oh, God. I can't do that. I'm not that put together. I have no idea. Editing? Yeah, that's true. It's insane what people do on TikTok. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. This is is also a weird episode because this is as blind as I've ever gone into an episode. I have no notes. I literally don't know what we're doing. (laughs) Yes. I just... Pat just set me up this morning, and... I'm excited to find out. I mean, do we want to do a a quick little bit of housekeeping just to give you guys a heads up? So um, obviously next week we're reading the book that we're announcing today. I still don't know what it is. But after that, so basically the last week in March, we're taking a break because we are just we're going on vacation (laughs) and we want uh and it it just seemed like too much to try to also cram in uh an episode Mm -hmm. um so we're we'll take a break we'll probably put up a maybe put up a classic episode um but then we'll be back in april yes you guys know Mm -hmm. yep and so a little bit of context is why as to why Aaron is so confused and scared <laughs> about, and I'm assuming scared about this episode. Yeah, shaking, crying, throwing up, you know. Is because, yeah, all the all the regular symptoms of being afraid <laughs> or slightly <laughs> fearful is that I put up a little question on the troop about who's a biggie that we haven't covered because I'm all about, I'm all about the biggies now. I'm not playing around. I need to be educated. I need to get to the nitty gritty. I need to know these old schoolers. I need to know these big authors because I want to be able to walk into a room and say, oh, yeah, I know blank. I know blank. And of course, I know the biggest of all blank. Mm -hmm. So I need to have this confidence. And man, the turnout for this, which I assumed was going to be huge was huge on the troop. <laughs> it was great. I mean, there's so many comments and I was so excited. Everybody was so engaged and 
I was able to pick a book from this group. Now, I don't want anybody to get upset that I didn't pick their author that they recommended. This is definitely going to be a huge resource going forward because I was flip-flopping between a few authors that were mentioned here. And we're definitely going to do a bunch of them. So do you want to know the one I picked, though? Yes. Okay. So our next book, and now I'm, like, nervous because I did not run (laughs) this by Erin, and this has never happened before, and I don't want her to be upset that we're reading this book. But I chose to read for us. Morning Glory <gasps> by Lavar. I can't say her name. The real Spencer. The real Spencer. <laughs> now we'll get I know you what, there. I know what everyone's gonna say. It was one of the first books mentioned. That is not why I chose it. I read the whole, all the comments, but her her name kept coming back up, mm-hmm. and I uh, there was a lot of people who said this is a book that that I read when I was young this is one of my initial books and I just got very very excited about the premise of this book mm-hmm. and so some of the other authors that were mentioned they were more historical there was some Outlander type books. There were some more medieval books, which we had just done. And so I wanted to do something a little bit different than what we had just done. But definitely like Julie Garwood was one that I was thinking of doing one of those books. Mm -hmm. And when I was reading some of the synopsis, I was like, this is a little bit close to what we've just been doing. But I want to do one. I mean, I think we will definitely do her at some per- at some point. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's the thing. I think that was a great list, uh, and people had such amazing suggestions that that's something we'll obviously will continue to go back to. Um, well, Morning Glory is a historical, but it just takes it's like mid century historical. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, mm-hmm. when I think, I guess when I think historical, I think, you know, uh, I think uh, a, a um, gosh, a re- re- regency or medieval oh, yeah. or something akin to that, you know? Right. Cool. Well, and also they made a movie of it with uh, starring Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve, exactly. And I've, I read some reviews of it and some people didn't like it, but... <laughs> Maybe that'll be something we'll have to do after we read the book is see the movie. Yes, if we could find it. I wonder, I I, I did not look up whether we can watch it or not, but I'd assume it maybe it's either impossible to find or it's on Tubi. (laughs) Yeah, because I think it was like a made-for-TV movie. But no, I have read this book before, but I loved it. So I'm very happy to read it again. Oh, great. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm... I'm a little bummed you already read it, but I'm glad that yeah. you liked it at the very least. I guess and, there's no way for me to like let you know if I have read a book or not. Yes, yes, because you, you know. couldn't have gone through that list and be like, just to let you know, I, I yeah, read I all I these. 
<laughs> I didn't no, eat all of them. No, no, I don't think. Uh, but here's the thing: is that we <laughs> haven't done it for the the pod, and so I feel like it's still a a good pick because mm-hmm. the um nobody in the audience has heard us talk about it yet. Oh no! And I read it a long time. I read it before I had the podcast. Like, you know, I'm happy to revisit. I've been wanting also to read Hummingbird by her that everybody says is really wonderful too. But yeah, no, Morning Glory is going to be great. So, okay, here's so there was the conversation about loving Morning Glory. Rachel from the troupe mentioned how much she loved that and the gamble. And then said, I remember when I worked in this one call center that was awful but paid the bills every morning, tea and lunch break, I would find the floor with the empty break room and just read these books over and over. I think Morning Glory was my most favorite of the two. And I relate to this because I had a job when I lived in Hawaii. I worked at... City Mill, which was a hardware store. I got to the point where I would get so bored at that job that I would go up to the warehouse and I created this little hidey space, this hidey hole (laughs) behind a bunch of stacked uh, boxes. And I would sit there and read for like 20 minutes and then put my book away, come back down, check and see if anybody saw that I was missing and then go back up there and do it again. And most of the time, I never got caught. And so I have great memories of sneaking and reading at my place of work. And so that really made me think, oh, okay, let's read this book. Yeah. I, I want to re- relive those kind of stolen moments of reading, which are always, always so great. Yeah. Totally. It's a, I, I'm excited too. And I used to do that as well. I mean, I don't know what I would have done had I had Kindle and been able to do that. Um, oh, uh, well, you know? It, well, you know what? I, <laughs> not, not to burn any bridges, but when I was at Container Store early in the morning, if there wasn't much to do, I would go into the bathroom, the, the public bathroom that we had, which was really nice, one of the best public bathrooms in the city. I don't want to, I don't want to make it into a uh, Port Authority bus bathroom by saying this, but I would go in there and I would sit in the stall and read on my phone, Kindle, mm. yeah, and I would do that for a while too. I'm always sneak. I'm always sneaking a little, a little reading time. You got to. You can't go eight hours without reading a book. What yeah. am I? What am I, an animal? Well, especially especially these jobs like a call center or working retail where they take so much out of you emotionally. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And your emotions are part of what you're, um, you're, you're selling or sort of the masking of your emotions that I think having the time to like recharge and escape into a book is like so important. So And, and, yeah. and, a, and, a, and a distinction, Rachel was on her break. Yes. No, Rachel's not breaking the rules. We broke We the were. Rules. We broke the <laughs> rules. And Rachel, yeah, if you broke the rules, you can tell us or not tell us, but, but you know, I, I was really inspired by 
your story. Mm-hmm. So do we want to uh, do you want me to flap this book? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, sorry. I just assume everybody knows about this book. No, so, yeah, I let's flap it. OK, let me make it bigger. Yes, old man. Yes. <laughs> I told myself I'd never get to this point. So, on the eve of World War II, two people are brought together by fate and discover an unexpected passion. Tall, dark, and handsome, Will Parker has served time for the killing of a Texas prostitute, but keeps losing jobs as his reputation becomes known in the small town of Whitney, Georgia, at the beginning of World War II. He answers the advertisement of a pregnant widow and mother of two, the abused and reclusive Eleanor Dinsmore, who's looking for a husband. Soon in love with ostensibly plain, bedraggled Ellie, Parker dots on her two boys and works to support the family. Fittingly, for this sort of bucolic ideal, Will and Ellie, despite their rudimentary education, love books and develop a special friendship with wise old Miss Beasley, the local librarian. Alas, brazen and rapacious Lulu Peak, the town floozy, sets her sights on Will, waylaying him in the library. Meantimes, Lula is blackmailing her lover, the cowardly Harley Overmeyer, who is no friend of Will. The clearly drawn characters fulfill their imperatives, including Will, who becomes a war hero, and all is neatly and pleasingly resolved. Okay, so... Are you reading? Is this a flap or is this a review? This is on Amazon. So here's the issue (laughs) that I want to get into. When I go on Amazon, they say, quality issue reported on here. And the quality Uh issue is typos. So (laughs) I'm not sure what the situation with this book is, but... I wanted to do it and I came on here and I said, okay, I feel like this book is still going to be the book that it is, even though this synopsis is insane. <laughs> but yeah. I thought it'd be, it's funny to read it because it is so it's, it's so poorly written, but yeah. using such big words that uh-huh. I was, I was so tickled by it. Yeah. But that's a yeah, that's a wild um that's a wild flap. <laughs> How did you read it originally? What do you mean? Like when you read this book originally, did you read it on Kindle? Yeah. Okay. So I trust that it's it's a good enough version. Uh you know, maybe the other thing too is maybe I'll I'll before now and and this weekend, maybe I'll I'll hit up some of the used bookstores and see if I can find a version of this that is it's not in the library it's not at the library no oh wow oh yeah but so maybe i'll just go and see if i can find like a a a paperback version mass market now the thing with this book is that it seems heavy and i know everybody out there is thinking clayton you don't like heavy stuff there's a prostitute that has been killed she's abused but there was something about this like post World War II time that I don't Pre- think we've really read about. Yeah. Or on the eve of the of World War II and then uh all that stuff. 
that I think is going to be interesting because we haven't read that. Yeah, there's not a ton thing. in this time period. So I think it's good. Yeah. And also, I think I've also read up that he did not actually kill that prostitute. Yes. I'll, we say sex worker now, but yes. I'm sorry. Well, that's what this this horribly written <laughs> synopsis said. So he did not kill the sex worker. Yeah. No, I I think you could almost guarantee in a book like this. I mean, it's it's like a pretty wholesome book. I think she's abused, I think... I don't know. I don't want to now speculate about this book that I read like four years ago, but I think, yeah, I, it's, it's, I think you're going to enjoy it. Um, that flap was wild. I didn't realize the flap was so bad. I don't remember why I read it, but you know, it seems to be a, a well-liked book. Mm -hmm. And so it seems to be a book. uh, Some people read when they were very young, when they first started reading romance. So yeah, there was something about it. There's something about it that really drew me to it. And I do hope that I like it. But having heard that you read it and liked it gives me some confidence in my pick, which I'm excited about. Yes. I mean, I think the good thing about picking from this list as well is you, I don't think we're going to be able to really go wrong. No. You know, Um. so. OK, cool. Great. So Morning Glory by Lavriel Spencer. It's going to be really hard to not say Morning Glory Milking Farm. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Well, we got to. Yeah, that's well, when I was They're Google very searching different vibes, mm-hmm. when I was Google searching the Google was like, did you mean Morning Glory Milking Farm? No. <laughs> and I was like, no, not this time. But but soon. But soon. Yeah. I but mean, probably my next gonna, search. Yeah, we are going to read another CM Costa. Um, uh, yeah, EA. When it comes out. Yeah, EA has already told us that she'll come back for that episode, which I think will be fun. Wow. And I'm, 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 this is off topic, but I'm very excited for the, for the Mothman book. I'm so psyched for this. I know. Did you see that cover? Clinch? Yeah. Did you, did you see she shouted us out? I squealed. You sent me that. And yeah. I was so shocked and surprised and excited. Yes. Because who that knew she was a listener? For. I know. Listen, I guess we don't know who we're talking to. But it yeah. was, uh, I was thrilled. I was excited. It's the most gorgeous cover. I do love that now, like, people have heard we want more clinch covers. And the people, the only authors who seem to have... <laughs> really taking that in um, are the ones who write monster romance. And you know what? Fucking love it. It's great. Yeah, They're gorgeous covers. They're so much fun. It's like exactly what romance should be too, which is like a little bit campy, a little bit cheeky, a little bit knowing, like beautiful. I, I, I can't like that cover. If you guys haven't seen it yet, you need to Google it pre-order of course. Um, cause it's gorgeous. Uh, Katie Robert also has, uh, a monster romance that has a clinch cover that I think is great too. So, um, yeah, anyway, so that's, I guess a teaser for some point in the future when we read that book and also can get together with EA again. Oh, talk about reading though. Talk about like reading memories. My father every Friday night had like a volleyball league that he would do. My mom worked three to 11 cause she was a nurse Uh Or is a nurse, I guess. It's like being a Marine. But she, and so my father 
every Friday would pick us up from school. We would go to Barnes and Noble. We would each get to pick out a book. I always picked Nancy Drew, my brother, who knows what he picked. And then we would get to eat fast food. We have like McDonald's for dinner, which was also a thrill. And then I remember we would go to the YMCA. My dad would play volleyball and I would sit in the equipment room that had all these like gymnastic pads and finish an entire Nancy Drew book. And I don't think I have recaptured the joy I felt on those Friday nights in the rest of my life. Just oh. every piece falling into place. I know that I did the same thing with my parents. They would they would play indoor soccer. Yeah. And I would go with them and just be up in the stands reading. Mm-hmm. And it was the best thing ever. And then the, also I could get a pretzel too, like a pretzel. And I'd take all the salt off of it. I would like rub all the salt <laughs> off and let it fall on the ground. Because you were just you were worried about sodium intake even as a child. <laughs> it, the salt was too big. It was like road salt. Put like oh. road salt on those pretzels. That's gross. Anyway. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Well, like I said, so next week we are reading Clayton's pick, Morning Glory by Lavriel Spencer. Do we do all the how to reach us on the mini No, remember. we didn't. You got to do that real fast. Okay. So if you have a suggestion for us or if you have a reading memory you want to share, um, you can email us at learningthetropespodcast at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at Learning Tropes, on Instagram at Learning the Tropes. We have also our Facebook group, the Learning the Tropes Troop, which you can come join, um, which is if you want to add to this long um, this long post uh, with replies, this is kind of maybe where we're going to be picking books for a little while. We'll see. We pick them all over the place. And... Um, Oh, and we have Patreon. So if you go to patreon.com and search Learning the Tropes, you'll find us there. We just put up the second half of our Starstruck episode. So we have the entire first season of Starstruck. Um, Also, apparently, I was told on Instagram, which is infallible, as we all know, that the new season is supposed to be on HBO on March 24th. If so, we'll definitely be also reviewing the second season. Oh, and then Bridgerton is the 25th. So listen, we're watching a lot of stuff coming up. It won't be till April, guys. We're not going to be releasing Bridgerton extemporaneously like we did um, the first season just because I'll be away. And so it's not happening (laughs) I want to see my friends. I don't want to uh, be inside all day, but probably in April. So we'll be having those out. We might have special guests. We're still trying to confirm. So we'll see. Yeah. And Patreon, thank you guys so much for joining. I'm blown away that anybody is as is a patron. Not that I don't think that you guys are giving and supportive, just that it is an, it is above and beyond, and we really, really appreciate it. So thank you so much. And yeah, Aaron, I guess until next time, happy reading. Happy reading. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, no. Hey. I didn't mean to just hang up on you like that. (laughs) That'd be great if that's how we ended every episode, is that you straight hang up on my ass.